Hi guys. Hi Sam. Hey Sam. So I was talking with Matthew and Ian before we recorded this episode, and I was talking about weird YouTube channels. And the channel I'm talking about specifically is one of my new favorite YouTube channels, and it's called Ordinary Sausage. Now you might be thinking, what does a channel named Ordinary Sausage do? He makes sausage. Such sausages include a pineapple fried rice sausage, deviled eggs sausage. I'd try that. The Long John Silver sausage, where he ground up an entire Long John Silver combo and made it into a sausage. What? If that was just like a fish sausage, I could be interested, but not. He made a lobster sausage. Mm. Okay. A, a donut sausage. Not okay. One Alex will never eat, which is the Taco Bell Crunchwrap Supreme Sausage. Okay, Alex wouldn't, but I would. He puts on episode Tuesdays, Fridays, and Sundays. On Sundays are his shit post days, which he calls YouTube comments. Because the rest of them are. No, this includes things like Gogurt sausage. Oh. Sausage casing sausage. I was Gross. like, isn't Gogurt already like semi fluid inside of a sausage casing? He had boiled milk effectively. Oh, no. The gamer sausage, which is he ground up Mountain Dew and Doritos and put it in a sausage casing. Gee, Bill, how come your mom lets you have two wieners? <laughs> so my question to you guys is, what do you think is the most cursed item you could put in a sausage? And then, kicker, see if you come up with something that he hasn't already done. This channel's been going since for a full year now. I also want to add, before we answer this, this man is from Florida. Of course uh, he is. Of course he is. So, Megan, what do you think is the most cursed thing you could put in a sausage? I'm going to go with nerds candy. He did gummy bears. But not nerd. No. See, the thing with the nerds is they're crunchy. Yeah. Until you boil them in water to cook the sausage. Yeah. And well, then they turn into it. a he mess. Fries oh, in the oil. It. Okay, okay. The rule is it has to go through the grinder. So he always puts it in his Cuisinart grinder. Regardless of what it is, including when he broke it because he put too much of a lick, like a meltable substance, and he just blew out his grinder. He's not like his fourth one. Of course. Of course. Surprise, he's only been through Yeah, four. Nerds Rope's a pretty good one. Or just nerds in general. Jermaine, to a different conversation we were just having. Like, let's go with the body of Christ. Like, that. <laughs> just straight <laughs> into the sausage. No. Like, that's. So that's just like a bread sausage, just, basically. Yeah. Well, it's like a really lame cracker. It's consecrated really bread sausage, cracker. though. Yeah. Really lame cracker. I, I feel like he. If I saw this man do a Eucharist sausage, there would be so many jokes about how this ain't holy anymore. Yeah. That, yeah. Oh man. Like, it would be what, so dry. What, are there rules for the Eucharist bad. being deconsecrated? Like, I, I feel like no. I haven't been Catholic long enough to know this. No, no, it's a permanent process. After after you go through, well, for Catholics, it's a permanent process. We, so that, even if you, yeah, for Lutherans, it's not. But even if you put it through a meat grinder and turn it into a sausage, it's still the body of Christ. <laughs> so oh boy. that's that's cursed. Ian, you got something? Yeah. Uh, my my head went to jellyfish. Oh, oh, that's oh. where I went, actually. Oh. Well, that was so like, wet. How do you... What bad things have I eaten? I would also like to raise as a contender this uh, this cola rope candy that Zach brought us because he wanted to curse us. Oh, ooh. Matthew. I don't know. He actually took jellyfish from me, so I'm going to have to... Why, really? Yeah, I'm dead serious. I'm I haven't sure typed on the screen. Putting jellyfish in sausage that two people thought that this would be an interesting idea, or a cursed idea. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have one. Sorry. I'm gonna have to pass. <laughs> David, you got something? 
bubblegum sausage. Ugh. Oh, I think he did that. Uh, I like that. Ugh. Texture and everything. Nope, he that did not is... do a gum sausage. Ooh. Like that would really screw up his grinder for sure. That screw up his grinder. That is like, really good, dude, David. That's that's really good. Cool. I, I'm just thinking. Like a double bubble. Would, would the gum oh harden in the sausage? Yep. Because it's being exposed to liquid. Yeah, where'd it melt? I have no idea. Now I'm gonna pivot the question to the real question. What animal on Galarian would make the best sausage? Problem is Galarian has a lot of just straight analogs, if not directly copied oh, from man. It. You, like what animal you wouldn't find in real life? Okay, I've got it, I've got it, I know. It ties into something else too, so. Oh boy. I'm going unicorn. I, yeah. Yeah. Unicorn Definitely. sausage. That Unicorn be sausage, really best sausage. Is is horse sausage good? Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Okay. Yeah. I know a lot of people say horse meat is good. This horse sausage I've had has because if you fat if you butcher a workhorse that meat. is all solid mm -hmm. muscle, obviously it's not going to taste great because it's going to be kind of stringy. Although sausage could help with that because you're grinding it up. A, a lot of times when they make you make sausage, you have to introduce a fat because the meat gets so so dry and a lot of times some grinders get really hot and it'll actually render the fat because there's more surface area for each little bit ground up which is a part of why some grinders get gummy uh so you'd usually have to introduce like some cubed beef fat after the fact in order to properly fry up a sausage interesting yeah i did not know that yeah you have to put chilled fat into the grinder with it that's why when yeah. you see some people grind up sausages like meat for sausages Horse they'll put meat. ice or something to keep it cool and wet Horse meat doesn't cool. suck. It's just that we have this sort of taboo around it because horses are our pets. That's I've right. Heard the same Absolutely. about dog meat, but I also haven't tried dog meat ever. I haven't had the option. I would though. I'd try dog. I've had camel. That's all right. Camel's not it's bad. It's a little gamey, Cam but not I think bad. the weirdest Gator's things good. I've, the weirdest yeah. things I I've tried Gator. are like gator and rattlesnake. Gator is good. Oh, and boar. Boar is good. Boar is Boar's good. good. Boar is good. My answer to the what animal meat. And, and I do want to, and the thing is, you got to also think, like, what about, like, this is includes creatures that are sentient by Galarian standards, because what are you going to do? Eat and cut off the leg of an astral deva and eat the flesh of it? No, no. You go for the gear. <laughs> yes. They literally have a feature called Tasty. Yeah. Right. Like, uh, yeah. the Gorons, yeah. Gorons, yeah, yeah but they're plants. True. Is it meat? It does move. But is it meat? <laughs> like, Venus flytraps <laughs> move, but it's still not meat. That's just proteins in the plant folding up in response to touch. What are those giant crab things in uh, Skull and Shackles? Those, they're not crab. Like the chul? No. Yeah, chuls. Chuls. They also have tasty, and they'd probably be pretty good. I don't think chuls have tasty. No, I don't they do not have tasty. I don't know what that one is. I haven't played Skull I, I know the Gorons have tasty and that they people want their flesh. But it's plant flesh. They are plants. For those yeah. not in the know, Tasty is a, is a racial feature that uh, gives a bonus to bite attacks because it tastes so good. They don't want to let go. Just in case someone yeah. didn't know what we were talking about. I thought I'd... Yeah, we're not talking about, like, an actual, like, like this, is, this is an actual trait they have. I, yeah, they are mechanically the, tasty. Mechanically very tasty. Going off what I know in real life, I think the one I'd want to try the most, the sausage that the orcs of Belkson make from their fucking bulls of Zagresh. Oh, Ooh, yeah, yeah, those are well cared for bulls, but I bet they'd be, uh, I don't know, they might be gaming. It'd be like Kobe beef, probably. Like, what do you think those big long tusks are for? No, it's for popping open their drinks, so what's everybody drinking? <laughs> <laughs> I have 
a twist on my usual drinks. Watermelon Ooh. cider. It's not a watermelon <laughs> cider. It is bourbon <laughs> with a watermelon ginger beer from a different local company. It's very good. I call it the uh, backyard cookout mule. I also have a twist from what I normally drink, and it actually goes along with my, my choice of sausage. Today, my wife had bought some sparkling waters that are called Unicorn Tears by Mad Tasty. And so I'm drinking the Tears of Unicorns tonight. Lovely. They're called Unicorn Tears because no one can drink sparkling water without crying because it's awful. <laughs> it is. It's That's about how I feel about sparkling Does it actually taste like something? Because that is my one quality for sparkling water being good. It tastes like carbonated water okay okay <laughs> i was handed sparkling water uh by accident once at an event that was held at the state capitol i don't remember why i was there but i remember excusing myself to go throw the glass bottle away it, it, <laughs> it, is, it was awful it is a bit fruity but i can't really tell you exactly what fruit because it doesn't really oh it's like Lacroix flavoring it's the yeah. way they walked it through a room like with, fruit where fruit was being yeah. peeled <laughs> Those yeah, I think so. We put one strawberry in 10,000 gallons of water before carbonating it. LaCroix tastes like you're drinking water and someone yells the name of a fruit in the other room. It's also got hemp extract, which is always good. So, I was inspired by a gimlet I had last night at a restaurant. So gimlet's traditionally made with gin. Of course, I'm a heretic, so I made it with vodka. Um, but it's a melon gimlet is what I'm calling it. So it's vodka, Midori, and lime. And this is actually a way I like Midori. This is this is pretty tasty. Three parts vodka, two parts Midori, two parts lime. I am sacrificing one for the team and also helping kill the Midori, because neither of us are particularly fond of it. Uh, I have mm. created a Midori margarita, so Midori tequila triple sec. <laughs> I also have whiskey on hand in case uh, Pelta bites it in this episode. Hopefully I won't need to touch that. Breakfast of champions. Uh, I've just got a ginger ale. I gotta drive after this, so I'm not gonna be drinking too much. That will do it. Uh, so, uh, we left off on a boss fight that you guys walked into. Yeah, yep. we didn't even expect that one. Just, just walked right into that. That was... Thanks, Jason. Thanks, thanks, Bullman. We barely started the floor and we're at the boss. It's like, what? <laughs> Jason Bullman said, what if we troll them by putting the boss room, like, the second room in there? Well, now. Also, this isn't Bullman's fault. The other bosses got away because enemies that spam Dimension Door before we have a way to counter it is fun and engaging gameplay. To be fair to Bowman also, he's done a really good job at making all these fights, channeling us to where he wants us to be. It's masterful. I hate it. That's all. Like, it's a good job. It, I, just I, I will it. say, in the defense of the Sartaz and Sana's teleporting out, that is part of their tactics, yeah. but the book doesn't say where they go. Yeah, that's on Sam. Yeah, that one's me. Don't give Bowman that one. <laughs> Although, listening to him talk, he supports your actions fully. Yes. <laughs> oh, I'm sure he supports my actions. And again, I do too, but I don't like it. That's all. We are uh, at Ray's turn. And what's Ray going to do? Fall out of the fucking Naga. All right. There's absolutely no reason to. Anime infusion is turned on. Honesty is now in rifle form. Do we know what energy resistance this Naga has, by the way? If any. I don't think anyone saw it in our last fight, besides you. Yeah, I think you're the only one who saw it. We've got for knowledge checks. I don't think you requested energy resistance on it in past episodes. Uh, hopefully, it doesn't have DR alignment then, because it's the only one I don't bypass. All right, let's see that roll. It's full auto the Naga. 
because it doesn't have that dumb uh, blur and mirror image stuff up. So first attack is an actual 13, which I'm just going to take the cover penalties on my end. That's a 31. Uh, natural 16 for the haste attack is higher. Rapid shot attack is maybe a miss. 24 touch. Uh, and that's with the penalty included? Yeah. That's a hit. All right. 29 touch and then 21 touch. Uh, okay. Give me damage. All right. So they all hit then? Yes. Okay. So it takes 77 damage. All right. It's still kicking. I figured. And that's your whole turn. Pelta. From the quarter of your eye, you see a Emperor Worm slide out to try and bite you. I forgot about this one. Hard corner, so oh, at right. least there's good cover. Yes, as I make sure that it, in fact, does have all of its required buffs, and it doesn't. Okay, so I'm going to roll to attack you. The cover penalty for the hard corner is what, plus four? Yep. All right, so I got an 18 on die. Oh, fuck. So that is a 25 to hit. That hits. Uh, well, minimum damage, like very low damage of uh, 13. All right. Pelta's staggered, but has fast healing. Oh. So we'll be okay. Hey, Pelta still gets a turn. Maybe. Well, it's Sanus' turn next. Well, unless the Naga puts me down. But Pelta's standing there, exactly at zero. But Ray <laughs> flirted with the Naga so hard. And then shot her. Repeatedly. And it's a him. Hey, it could be gay. Could be. Gay-coded evil character. Ugh! But, what spells do I have? That are silent. We have the corn orb representing our silence. Yes, which has been up for two rounds, right, Declan? Oh, Matthew, you cast a silence. That was my last cast. Yeah, okay. All right, so it's eight rounds left. That's okay. Right. Uh, it's going to move out of the silence and thus out of your uh, line of sight. Okay. That means it can't cast lightning bolt down the corridor over and over again. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking. I'm like, okay. And now it's right here. Ah! Ah! Hey, guess you can't take a tax opportunity behind a hard corner. Fuck you! That's fine. <laughs> Pelta's up. Pelta gets back just a few hit points uh, from her rage. Song. Enough. Enough, because one hit point is still 100% combat effective. You just need enough to make full attacks. Here we go. Three attacks. Raging and all my various offensive buffs are on. Full attack with haste. 27 to hit for the first hit. This is against Sartos. 27 is a hit. All right, for 26 damage. And he collapses. Hooray. Yes. Okay. Uh, let me check if you killed him outright. Nope, he's just collapsed. You have slain the boss of floor seven. Well, knocked him unconscious. Did it in one hit. So Pelta, knowing she's so low, is going to give up the front to uh, retreat back. That will provoke, but Pelta didn't know that. No, the Naga is within threatening range of uh, okay. Rayindex, so, so they will provoke. Pelta was not aware of him until she would have provoked, so... Yeah, so... Uh, let's go for a fight attack. That is a... 29. That hits. Six whole damage. That's it. It's a fucking sorcerer, man. Yeah, it's a full casting Naga. Alright. It doesn't have great strength. Pelta is down, though. So well, you're right next to the cleric, dying. so... And the rage song and oh, you don't have lingering performance. No, you should get that. So you so even when you're unconscious, you get fast healing. Have very tight on feats, my dude. Yeah, Pelta's build needs some very specific feats. Unconscious and dying, and yeah, technically under deadly. Retha, Sartos went down. There's a Naga back there. There's a Naga back there. Um, 
However, isn't there still like another dude up in the room? Yeah. Plus there's that emperor. I'm not giving up my position. Uh, if you wanted to, I wouldn't mind if you stepped into the main room. I'm gonna scoot on top of there, but... Uh, and then I'm gonna stab this Emperor Worm. All right, stab the Emperor Worm. My order dice are not being so orderly. That's a still a 26 to hit. That's a hit. It's, like a, it's a large creature. I figure I'm probably fine, but... 31 piercing, one acid. Jesus. All right, the acid goes through fully. The damage you dealt it with your spear seems to have been resisted a little. Rude. And it is now Uzarkus's turn. Kuretha, you see him walk to the side of the snake statue here and reach into it and flip a switch as purple gas begins filling the floor. Oh boy, like the whole floor? And you see all of the snakehead statues open up and release this thick purple vapor. Cool. Awesome. That's definitely poisonous. So I would like Garrett's in range and urine range of the beginning spread to make me fortitude saves. Cool. Well, at least that's my good save. Am I the only one that kept the anti-poison mask the third floor? Okay, oh, I still got mine. Nice. Because I don't have a head slot item yet. Don't I mean, it's a non-magical item, so it doesn't take a head slot. Oh. Some non-magic items do, to be fair. This one doesn't. I still got mine. Getting dice chill out. What'd you get? A natural one. <laughs> Oh. Oh, jeez. Oh, no. I'm within 30 feet, but my fortitude save's not great. Well, <laughs> can you use uh, Gareth's reroll? Yeah, you can reroll, but then she has to roll up my save. Yeah, how is how is your save bonus? I have to look that up. Because it's, it, it's probably right? better than a fucking natural one. Yeah, natural oh, one's an auto fail. Uh, yeah, that's an auto fail. So I guess it's, let me take a look at that particular save. Da, 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 da. I thought you already used that today on a reflex save. Am I crazy? I don't know, did she? No, no, she wasn't in range, she couldn't. We couldn't see each other. Gotcha. My fortitude actually isn't terrible, it's seven. Okay. That's better than an at one. That's a a 18. All right, Gareth, what do you get? Uh, Nat 19 for a total of 26. Okay, you pass, Retha, you still fail. F. Uh, And you're going to take one point of strength damage. Okay, not enough to actually drop me yet. And it is now Gareth's turn with an unconscious Pelta right beside him. I have to ask a question for you. Actually, I just need to try to cast defensively. So spell level would be as dimension door. So fourth level spell. So DC 23. Yeah, I made that. I made it. I got 26 to cast. All right, yeah, you make it. So what you doing? So I'm going to reach out and touch Pelta. Step back out of this room away from the Naga. We're going to just slide away. Where are you going? 40 feet back. Here and just remember, uh, you're teleporting directly into the pool of water and falling in. Oh, no, I'm not going in the water. I'm going to right here then. Sorry. Boom. You're going to stand on the shoreline. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot that was water. Yeah. Because I was about to say, all right. And then you drown Pelta and you kill her for me. I mean, I do really like Alex. Gareth woke up and chose chaos <laughs> like he does every day. Yeah. <laughs> I did fall into the trap of making the backup before your character actually dies because try to be ready for the podcast. They do look pretty good, but. And then I am going to go ahead and cast a Cure Crit on Ray's got enough bullshit on him that I don't expect him to die easily. Oh, and also, the Poison Fog will also cause limited visibility as per Fog Cloud. Will that stop my 48 plus 9? I forgot the Rage mechanics. It's like, it works like normal Pathfinder Reverie and your health gets away because you drop in health. And my Con drops by 3 points, or 5 points. Oh, right, because it's, it's not like Unchained Rage. 
it's plus four right now, and plus five actually because of my. So yeah, you could. You're losing sixteen. Yeah, I'm losing sixteen. You might be dead. I'm dead. Oh, Pelta died. Okay, can I retake my turn? Cause can yeah. I? Yeah. Oh no. Retha is high key unaware that any of this is happening. My whole turn was was based off of saving Pelta. Now that I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, don't worry I, about um, that. Get yourself and Declan the fuck out of the Naga's reach. Yeah, you yeah. can get Declan out of there. I'm fine. Yeah, you know what? I'm gonna slide to Declan, and they're gonna slide back. No, you can resist it. <laughs> Him in the hallway, right here, so you can see the Naga. But if he doesn't well, he'd want be to. in the corner because you have to stay in the same position. Oh, that's yeah. true. So I'll be down here, and he'll be up right above me, so he can still see. Right here, if he wants, but he doesn't have to. If Declan is resisting, make a touch attack. You can ask. Yes. Yeah, that's Free action to talk. Yeah, just I'm I'm fine. Are you okay? I got, a, got a way out. We're good. Okay. Well, then I will just move up by Retha so I can. Be... I would I would recommend there, because the worm probably well it's a hard corner but it's here? probably got reach. Yeah. Here. I'm going up to Retha, so if you could not. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. Um. <laughs> Okay, you know what? Uh, screw it. I'm just going to... I'm going to delay. Okay, yep. you delay. Declan, you're up. <laughs> I'm going to slide up here. Okay. Touch Retha and cast uh, Monstrous Physique 2. I'm going to move right after Declan. As right. Retha turns into a large scorpion monster. Tableau? <laughs> <laughs> What? Is there a Gritabli loot? I love Scorpion yeah. Girls. They're so good. He turns into a giant Gritabli loot, which has undersized weapons, so you can still use your spear. What do you have? What What is this? And I'll, how do you I'll spell it, it? I'll message it to you. I'll message it. It's... Yeah, please message it. But you are large, which gives you a plus four size bonus to strength, minus two penalty to dex, and a plus four natural armor bonus. It's going to be a plus six strength. Oh, right, because you're a Branford transmuter. Uh, yeah, and you also get armor sense negating the fog. So wait, what all does this do? You turn large, you get plus six strength. Um, you get two claw attacks, a sting attack. Tremor sense. I don't believe so at this level of monsters. Oh, two doesn't give you tremor sense? Oh, no, it is three. Oh, no, it's four. Four gives you tremor sense. And and you have undersized weapons, so you can still use your spear. Yeah, you got monsters physique two on you now. Holy shit. I'm so fucking pumped. That's so fucking cool. I love those spells. So good. Love Scorpion Girls. And this also means Retha threatens 15 feet out now. And I'm choosing to move my delayed action. All right, you now take your delayed turn. All right, I'm moving up here. How are you looking, Ray? I am full health. Oh, jeez. Okay, well, I'll just be here to heal or channel. I, I just moved. That's it. I'm done. Nice. Understand. I'm going to kill the monk. Okay. I'm going to roll this one at a time because the first attack might kill her. It's a 30 touch, so probably That's a hit. 36 plus 10, 5. 21 damage. Uh, still kicking. 6, 2, 8. So 18 damage. That drops it. Cool. I'm going to keep shooting it. Okay. Bring it below. I figured you'd say that. Yeah. Double tap, because why not? All right. Third shot is 6 plus cock die. 6 plus 6, 12, so 22. That probably kills. Right. Yeah, it's a negative 36. I'm going to take the 50% miss chance to fire my last two shots into uh, Startoss's body. Okay. Thanks for the nat 20, I guess. That's helpful. 26 to confirm on prone touch. So let me roll that 50% concealment. Yep. Oh, I crit the dead Startoss. Congrats. You crit an already dead body. Dead, dead. Yeah, huh? he was dead, dead. Cool. Like, you, he had already gone to zero. You crit a corpse. 
53 damage, I think. That's double check. It doesn't matter. He was already below Khan. Oh, was he? Yeah, you shot a dead body. No, Sartos, the not Yeah, the and he just failed his last percent. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, because it was his turn. I rolled his saving throw, and he failed, and he dropped to exactly negative Khan. Now he's well below negative Khan. He's very well below it now. You blew a hole where his heart would be. Oh, uh, honestly, we'll say one thing uh, as Ray reloads. Yippee-ki-yay, All right, so the Emperor Wyrm will attempt to attack Beefy Retha and get a natural 20. Cool, awesome, love that. Uh, two on the die to confirm. Yeah, cool, that doesn't. Max damage, boxcars. Okay. 29 points of damage and I need a fort save. All right, another nat one because my dice hate me. They're all going to baby jail. Oof, Jeez. Okay, you're gonna take one point of con damage. And that's its only attack, because it's got primary natural attack only. Uh, Sana's is out of order. Pelta's dead. Retha's up. Cool. Uh, so for visual, because it's kick-ass, um, you guys see the spikes of Retha's armor. One of them just extends and begins segmenting into a steel tail. It's a centaur scorpion. They're incredible. It's like a drider, but scorpion. The scorpion part is all made out of Retha's Hell Knight plate. Like it's got the matte, blood, like the jet black finish of nice. the for the chitinous plates and stuff. It's very cool. Nice. Can this just be Retha's like base form? <laughs> Tieflings don't work that way, sadly. <laughs> uh, as long as uh, Declan wants to use the spell slots, there's a ring we could get you. Oh my God, Demi Band. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a scorpion, look, it was fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who don't get that joke, watch our Twitch on Wednesday nights. Yeah, check out our Twitch. We're probably done with Fire Emblem 9 by the time this episode airs. Bratha, you have like seven attacks now. Yeah, so. You have three spear stabs because of haste, two claw attacks, and a stinger. Just the visual. Bratha just growing in her Hell Knight plate, morphing into a scorpion armor. If Ray could see it, he'd be appreciative. As far as I can tell, there's only one thing in range, but there are some other snake dudes, like, farther back. The two-headed guy is, like, in reach. Yeah, right? but you can't see him because of the concealment. But last you saw him, he wasn't much ahead of you. Okay, I will focus on the Emperor Worm first, and I will reach that guy later. But I'm going to roll these each individually. First nice. attack on the Emperor Worm for a 34. Yeah, that's a hit. Which is going to do 28 piercing damage and three acid. How much, 28? Yep. Uh, with that, you uh, drop it. it. You hear the last farewell honk as it falls over. All right. And you feel the string lightly slap your face. Then I'm going to stab where the last place I saw the two-headed dude was. Which was right in front of that statue. Okay. Yep. Huh? yep, give me all of your attack rolls and then your concealments. Okay. Which is six attacks. Yeah, you might need to step up and use the natural attacks more. Well, Rathic and Five Foot step during the attack action. Yeah. We're just going to do these in the order they rolled. Oh boy. Lay them on me. Okay. Uh, second attack is 26. 26 to hit Sana. Uh, Uzarkus. Yes. Roll concealment. Uh, that is a 50. All right. 50 dan Oh, 50 on the 50 dot. 50 on concealment. Uh, 50 even. So you'd have to roll 51 or better then. Ah, yeah. fuck. <laughs> That's... I, I had to stop and think about it because like, wait. What happens when you roll 50 even? Uh, yeah, my dice luck decided to completely abandon me today, I guess. Uh, awesome, cool. And killed your husband instead. That, that was... was pretty much inevitable. <laughs> that was the Hell Knight die. So uh, in case anyone's wondering, uh, the percentiles were my by pride dice though. 
So that's what really did the fucking. Second attack would be, that was haste attack. So second attack would be 33. 33 is a hit. Four percentile, 53. That's a hit. And that's gonna do 34 piercing, three acid. You feel that connect? All right. So it's 34 piercing, three acid? Yep. First claw is a natty 19. It's only half strength to hit or to- Half to damage. Okay, only half strength to damage, but to hit it's full strength. Yeah. Full strength, full BAB minus five. 31 on that first claw and 26 on the second claw. Those both will hit. Roll concealment. Uh, 81 concealment on the first. Uh, 37 concealment on the second. So that doesn't. No, the second one does not. But the 9019 was the Desmond die. I'm sure Matthew will be happy to hear. Hold <laughs> <laughs> you. I only use those usually when I'm GMing because they are party killers. What damage does a claw do? A D6. Oh, it's only a D6? Okay. Yeah. D6 plus this damage roll. Uh, seven damage on that claw plus grab. Uh, and I make a maneuver for that. Yep, CMB against his shitty sorcerer CMD. That is going to be a 33 against uh, CMD. Grabbed. Nice. Constriction. Does that apply to my next, my my stinger attack then? You, you do that right now. You constrict right now. And then you can release as a free action and do it again with if you have another claw attack. All right. So that's 12 damage on the constrict. Okay. And stinger attack. The sorcerer is moved adjacent Um, to you. Don't you normally take a penalty for having shit grappled? Well, not constrict. Constrict is free. Uh, so then you get your stinger attack. Yep. Wait, does that actually take a penalty for me grappling him? If you release as a free action, no. Okay, I'll do that. Yeah, because you would have then had your second claw attack that you could try to grab with for constriction again. Uh, yeah, I missed that second claw attack, but it doesn't matter. That stinger attack is a 29. Uh, roll 20% concealment because you're right next to him. Wait, you'd have been right next to him for that second yeah, one. Yeah, I would have. claw attack would have hit. Yeah, I would have. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I'll roll do that for real that fast? claw. And you can do constrict again and stuff. If you succeeded the grab, That yeah. claw was four. The grab is, oh geez, uh, 30. And the constrict is 13. All right. And then your stinger attack is a, what to hit? 29, that's a hit. Roll concealment, 20% concealment. Concealment, 41. Stinger is D6 and then half strength again. Yep. So stinger is four. And he saved against the poison you said? Yep, got a 23 total. That's acceptable. I still put the pain on this guy. You took him, I'm moving this just so I can see. You took him like 90 something hit points, I think. All right. Scorpion Retha is a good change. (laughs) He's gonna cast defensively. All right, good luck. All right, silence. I can't do that. I can't DD away. Yeah, you hit the corn orb from us, but we know what's up. I can't see that. You can see the aura still. Oh no, he can do that. Oh, he has silence silence spell. spell. And I did succeed, so. He's running away again. I'm so sick of being Different guy, different guy. This is a different guy. Yeah, we killed the guys that ran away last floor. He is teleported away. Next level, we get Dimension Anchor and this stops. Uh, And as far as Retha can see, there's no threats. Uh, You see no threats in the area. All right, uh, let's throw this fucking lever, please. See if it turns out. All right, and with that, the smoke stops and we're out of initiative order. The smoke will dissipate. And I loot Pelta's body. And you all see a dead Pelta. Pelta of the Ghost Wolves is the second casualty of the Emerald Spire Super Dungeon. Look, when you name yourself Ghost Wolf, that's just bound to happen, right? 
let it be known is that Ray's first action is to stab her with the med lance. It won't do anything, but he's terrible at heal. Rutha sort of, I, I guess I don't know how long this spell lasts, minute per level. Rutha. You guys do not see any of those other serpent folks that were in here. I imagine the uh, the news has to reach Rutha through her companions, but it does, and she just kind of sinks to her little scorpion legs, and why, why her? Gareth walks over to Pelta and casts Gentle Repose on her. And Pelta, you're aware of none of this, but you find yourself standing on the barren fields of Numeria once again. On a hill to the south, you see Fort Inevitable in the Emerald Spire. To the west, your homeland, your father's tribe in Numeria. And to the north, standing on a hillock high above you, is Mother. It is time, child. You fought admirably, but you have come home to Mother. You're no mother of mine. (laughs) I am your mother. You may call yourself that. I don't recognize you that way. Ah, child. You will see. You will see. And everything goes black. We fade back out to Pelta's still open heterochromatic eyes as she ran with that naga, scythe on the floor, covered in serpent folk blood. The healer and Ray, both to no avail, trying to restore Pelta. Ray probably gives up much faster than Gareth does. Once Rutha shrinks down to form and is able to go through the hallway, she'll walk through and it's it's no use. She's dead. Yeah, I know. Just leave her. Just stop. Gareth keeps pushing, uh, doing uh, compressions, and he keeps trying to bring her back. Gareth. He doesn't seem to hear anything. He just, he's channeling energy directly into Pelta, and then he's trying his best with things like cure critical wounds and things. Not another one. Not another one. Gareth, as you're doing these, you see a single black butterfly, a light, on Pelta's chest and fly off with what looks like a soul. She's... she's really gone, Rafa. She's... she's gone. And we'll see you next episode. Alright, bye folks. Thanks so much. Bye everyone. Bye Bye, everyone. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Dungeon Dive Bar. To keep tabs on what we're up to, follow us on social media. You can find us on Twitter at at bardungeon, on Facebook at facebook.com slash dungeon dive bar and on Tumblr at dungeondivebar.tumblr.com. You can also find more information about us at our link tree, including links to our fan Discord server and Twitch. You can find that at l-i-n-k-t-r dot e-e slash dungeon dive bar. To hear our episodes a little bit early and get access to some behind the scenes extras, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash dungeon dive bar. A very special thank you to our middle shelf and top shelf patrons, Happy Cyclops, Jacob, Mirror Wolf, 22 Plus, and Bellandora. Thanks and see you at the bar. <laughs>